Hey friends, you're listening to the None But Curious podcast, a space for nuns, agnostics, and nothing in particulars. We are okay with not knowing, and we're inspired by each other, art, nature, and everyday moments. I'm really happy you're here. Let's go explore. It's spooky time. It's the time of year where we think of costumes and masks, goblins, ghosts, just pretending to be something that we're not, at least for a day, maybe a couple. And so I thought it would be fun to share some ghost stories. Um, the first time that I ever saw a ghost, I was nine years old. I think I was nine. We lived in a townhouse on base housing. My dad was in the Navy. And I remember coming in from playing outside and the front door opened right to the staircase. And as I opened the door, I shut it and I looked up and I saw a blatant image of my grandfather. I saw my father's father. Um, I think he had passed away a couple years prior, but he was there clear as day. Um, and he just looked at me and I just looked at him and then he kind of vanished. I don't even know, like dissipated into air. Needless to say, I had trouble sleeping for like at least a week. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. But that's, that's the first real memory I have of ghosts. Um, a more significant and troubling memory I have is when I was 16, I had my driver's license, I had my own car, and for whatever reason, I was driving around Virginia Beach, and I don't even remember what I was doing. All I know is it was dark, it had to have been like 7, 8 o'clock, what have you, And I was just roaming the streets and then suddenly, um, um, uh, I'm trying to think of the song. Oh, it was, uh, Till There Was You. I think that's from a musical. The Music Man? That sounds right. Um, no, I never heard them singing. No, I never heard them at all. Till there was you. That song. So that song came on the radio and I changed the channel because I thought that maybe the wires had gotten crossed or what have you. Um, no, they didn't. Anytime that I changed the channel and moved the dial, because back in the day, our cars didn't have those fun little touch buttons. We had dials. And uh, as I moved the dial, the song stayed the same and it stayed on. It was really creepy. And I remember thinking, oh my God, I'm in the middle of a Stephen King novel. My car is going to destroy me. Um, I am, I'm talking with you now. So my car did not destroy me, but it was, it was weird. It was weird and inexplicable. Let's see. And then, uh, when I lived in New York, I had a house that was built in I think 1925. And there was, there were weird things that happened in that house. But more notably was when my children, my older children, I think they were 
three and one, about those ages. Well, for a couple of weeks, my eldest would wake up in the middle of the night and he would grumble inaudibly. And I thought maybe he was teething. I had a stomach ache. I don't know. Um, and this went on for a couple of weeks, like every night and no fever, no, you know, you check all those things as a parent, like what is going on with my kid? And then finally, I heard him say in the middle of the night, no, go away. It's not time to play time for sleep. And then right after I heard giggling and it wasn't my daughter or my son. It was weird. It was strange. Um, and I remember my ex-husband, uh, kind of looking at me funny when I would say, Hey, there's, there's stuff going on. And, you know, sometimes there's things in our head that it seems like things are going on, but it's just, we're tired, we're hungry, we're burned out. You know, you have to take those things into consideration. So then years later, a couple years later, we moved to Ohio and we were living in the house that I was in, um, prior to my divorce. And my husband at the time still would kind of smirk at me like, yeah, right. Yeah, right, Candy. No, there's no ghosts. But in that house, I would get really cold in random places. Like it felt like there was ice water being poured on certain parts of my body. It was very peculiar. Um, I would hear random talking I'm trying to remember what else. The lights would flicker on and off. And sometimes you, I'm like, well, maybe that's just an electrical thing, you know, because electrical overload. I really do try to logically reason things out before settling on. Maybe it's something I can't explain. So there were two instances that I can think of, and it involved my husband at the time. So the first one Um, actually both of them happened in our bedroom. Okay. Not like that. So, so we were folding clothes in our room and it was in a, it was in the afternoon. So it must've been a weekend day because he was home from work and we're folding clothes and all of a sudden I smell freshly cut apples everywhere. Just in our room and nobody was cooking. Our kids weren't old enough yet to be cooking on their own. And I looked up and he, he looks at me and he's like, do you smell that? And I go, the apples? Yeah. And we kind of just stared at each other for a minute. It was, it felt longer than that, but it was really, it was really weird. And the scent went away within probably a minute or two. But it was so, so strong and so intense and we both experienced it. And I think that might have been the first time that he kind of took me seriously. The, um, the second thing that I can remember is um, we were, we were getting, going to bed and we turned the lights out and I went to go shut the door of our bedroom and in our old house, our door opened. When we opened the door, you could see the hall closet. Um, and we could see, well, we could see the hall closet and then it was just a hallway. And so I'm going to shut the door and I watch this image of a boy, 
It was a perfect outline. He had to have been seven or eight. And he just walks into the closed door of the hall closet. And I stood there frozen because I'm like, what do I do with this? And then I hear my husband at the time go, uh, did you just see that? Which was really confirming, right? So when we have these crazy, weird experiences, I don't want to say crazy, but when we have these inexplicable experiences or situations, it's kind of nice to be confirmed, right? It's kind of nice to be validated because otherwise we do get stuck in our head about, well, did I really see it? Did I really experience that? Was I really there? And so I've shared all these, well, not all of these, but those are several uh, stories that I can remember that I would think are pertaining to ghosts. And the funny thing is, is when I think about ghosts, those kind of stories are more annoying than anything. I, I don't really get scared about those ghosts. But the ones that do terrify me are the ones that haunt me, that they're inside of me. Those are the haunting ones. The ghosts of who I used to be. The ghosts of relationships past. The ghosts of what could have been, what never was. And we've talked about fall being a perfect time of letting go. Sometimes it's really hard to let go of those things. And... How do you do it? How have you done it? See, for me, I've learned over time that I need to allow myself to grieve those losses. And losses happen all the time. But when we outgrow who we used to be, when we don't, when we know we're not going to actualize something that we thought we would have achieved. It deserves to be remembered. Those things deserve the time that we give them. But those ghosts that haunt us sometimes keep us stuck in a rut. We start thinking about past relationships or past friendships that would have, that have gone wrong. And what could we have done to make it right? Probably nothing. So we get stuck inside those circles and those ghosts, they haunt us, right? They're, and nobody can see these ghosts. Those are the things that cannot be confirmed. How do you, how do you deal with the ghosts haunting you? It's been suggested to me to journal, and sometimes that helps. What I have found that helps for me particularly is sitting with the ghost. Just listening, listening to the story it tells. This could be in the form of meditation. You could take a bath. You could just be. Go walk in nature and just shut up and listen. And recognize the loss for what it is. It is a loss. But also listen for what changed. 
how you have improved because or in spite of that loss. Those places that you've never been, maybe they weren't going to be as super inspiring. That that career path that you thought you were going to take, maybe you would have been miserable, right? And we can we can change the perspective of all these things and try to put a positive spin on it. And sometimes that helps. But what I've known, especially recently, is when I when I sit with the things that haunt me, I just don't judge it. I don't I don't judge whether I would have been better off without. I don't think about anything really. I just sit in the memory. And that makes me wonder that if there really are ghosts, because I've had enough experiences that I know that this world and this universe is bigger than I am. So there's a lot of things that we can't see. But if we are getting these messages, lights flickering or coldness when we go into a room, our dogs acting weird. Is it, is it just an entity or an energy wanting to be remembered? Is that it? They just, they just want, they want to be validated. They want to be I mean, seen, <laughs> but seen in the, in the figurative sense. Hey, thanks for listening. Let's keep this conversation going. Share your stories with our None But Curious Facebook group, or you can also follow our Instagram at None But Curious, or email candy at nonebutcurious.org if you want to share your ideas and thoughts. Until next time, stay curious. Stay curious.